Welcome to Coffee with the Stones, where we talk about everything from the Bible to current events, but always flavored with high-octane caffeine and biblical thoughts. I'm your host, Art Snow, along with my co-host and beautiful wife, Sharon Snow. Hey, Sharon, how you doing? Ah, I'm so good, man. Got some good hot coffee coming out of our, of our cups that say, let it snow. So as far as I'm concerned, let it snow. Let it begin right now. Let it snow. <laughs> it's May, whatever. Okay. So listen, today's going to be a really good episode. We're talking to talk about something uh, that I think concerns everybody, should concern everybody. And that is that everybody needs downtime. Now we say this because um, Sharon and I are both baby boomers. Is that right, Sharon? That's right. We are. So that means we are driven have a high work ethic, and truth be told, we probably are workaholics. Is that true or not? Oh, that's true. <laughs> so we're workaholics primarily because it's, from, it's about kingdom for us, about the kingdom of God, and because we love what we do. So because we love what we do, it really is energizing to us. So whatever we do in our workaday world isn't really feeling like work. It feels like what we love to do. So consequently, we tend to do too much of it and not leave margins. So today we're going to talk about margins and how important margins are in the life of a believer, in the life of leaders, in the life of young people. We're going to cover the gamut today. Is that right? That's right. Well, one of the leisure activities that I enjoy doing is uh, sitting down at the piano and just playing through uh, one of the couple of hymn books that I have. I, uh, I, I always avoid the songs that have five or six flats and uh, more than three sharps, but <clears throat> it's fun for me just to sit down and just, just play my way through the hymn book. I, I love that. It's, it's creative for me. It's relaxing for me. And it, it also feeds my soul. I think for me, leisure time, um, maybe leisure time doesn't always have to have a purpose, but I like to accomplish something even in my leisure time. And so I can accomplish feeding my soul during my leisure time playing the piano. That's interesting that you say that you feel like it should have some redeemable quality. Uh, those weren't your words, they were mine, but that I wonder, is there a place in the life of a person for leisure without productivity? I think there is. I think that that, honestly, I think that's very hard for me to <laughs> achieve. I, I like to, I, I honestly, I really like to accomplish something in my leisure time, even if back in the days, you know, when I used to lay on the beach, when I had that kind of time, uh, even laying on the beach, I would read a book or I would, um, you know, think pro productive thinking, not just random thinking. So yes, the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> the answer to my sad life is no. <laughs> I, I don't have no. leisure. The reason I say leisure. this is because I think that um, there's something about simply taking a nap, laying in the sun and listening to music. 
and having that leisure time, not really producing necessarily anything. I know you like, and we'll talk about this in a few minutes about your craft because you like to do crafts. So you're accomplishing something in that leisure time. But I, I think that we need to talk about the margin for doing absolutely nothing because that gives the brain that space to breathe. Actually, naps. I'm thinking about naps right now. <laughs> I, I can nap. Uh, it's, it's not always easy for me to nap. But I, I do like a nap, and I, I don't worry about accomplishing anything during a nap. I just, yeah, I like to, I like to nap. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so when you talk about you playing uh, through the hymnals, I have to tell you that I am not a hymn lover. I've, I didn't grow up with hymns. I got saved in 1973 at the pinnacle of the charismatic move. The charismatic move threw the hymnal out the window. We learned choruses. We put the Bible to song. So we did all kinds of things to avoid ever singing a hymn. And still God loves you. And still God loves me. So I say that to say that even though I don't like hymns, I love hearing you sing hymns. I love just sitting on the couch listening to you. I could listen to you for hours singing songs that are not particularly my favorite genre of music, but I love hearing you sing. That's that's brings up an interesting point because I think that we can have leisure time together not doing the same things. So you can be leisurely laying on the couch, perhaps intermittently napping while I'm at the piano playing and or singing. And we're both having a leisure experience, but we're not doing the same thing. And I think people have to have license to do that. Right, correct. I, I, one of my leisure activities would be probably crossword puzzles. Now, I, my mind is active because I'm thinking, I'm, I'm stretching my mind uh, to define words. But for me, I love Words. Words are one of my favorite things in the entire world. Love. I'll talk about that in another episode, but words are so important to me that I love defining the words, finding the crossword puzzle. So for me, that's really relaxing. I try to do two or three puzzles a night just to keep my mind sharp. Well, I think that's also another um, <clears throat> benefit of leisure activity is doing things, especially at our age, that does keep your mind sharp. Uh, thinking, crossword puzzles. I particularly like um, words are not that important to me, but numbers are very important to me. So I like math games or Sudokus or things that make me calculate numbers in my mind. And that that helps keep your mind sharp. Another uh, leisure activity that I enjoy is reading. So I have a lot of books on my library and I love the process of reading. Not long ago, I said to somebody else, uh, one of the, somebody in my office, I said, um, I just like to read that kind of book for pleasure. And that didn't compute with the person because they don't read for pleasure. They read for knowledge. They read for information. I read for both. I like the information I get. I like the data I receive. But I have great pleasure in looking how words fit together on the page, how they sound, how they roll together. So for me, I could read for hours and hours and not get tired and be really energized after I've read a good book. I would like to say that reading is a leisure activity for me, but leisure is not part of how I read. Uh, when I pick up a book, if the book catches me and and I, I'm enjoying the book, then pretty much we're eating out <laughs> and nothing else is getting done. Until I finish the book. That's not true. So I, I, I do read for pleasure and I do read for leisure, but I'm just a little more 
maybe OCD about the time <laughs> it takes me to finish the book. Well, I know that we have a lot of pottery stuff in our house from basement to third floor. So talk to me about how leisure activity, one of your leisure activities would be pottery and how, and how the process of that, how your body in, is involved in that, your mind is involved in that, and how that brings you relaxation. Well, pottery, for me, as I said, I like to accomplish things in my leisure time. And one of the things that, that is very important to my soul is finishing I, I like to be able to see a finished product. At, at some point, it doesn't have to be immediate. It can be weeks or days or weeks or months in, in the process. But I like to see a finished product at the end. So for me, pottery is great because I get that finished product. That's number one. Number two, there's so much of my person that goes into pottery from everything from my fingerprints to the pressure that I apply on the clay to the artistic design that I put into the piece to the colors I choose to glaze it. Um, so it's pottery is uh, oftentimes people ask me if I'll sell pieces of my pottery. <laughs> I feel like I'm selling my children. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? What you want to buy it? No. But then, you know, eventually there's just no more shelf room, so you have to do something with all these things. Um, but yeah, pottery is just it's it's relaxing because if you're tense, then your tension goes into the piece and the piece isn't isn't well formed. So you have to relax. Oftentimes I listen to either worship music or classical music while I'm, uh, especially while I'm spinning on the wheel or while I'm glazing or, or hand forming uh, some pieces. And it just, it fills my soul with joy to take nothing but dirt and create something either for beauty or for use. I can make you a mug that's just useful. You just put your coffee in it. Or I've made some pieces that were that were just simply for the beauty of the piece. They served no functional purpose other than just their own beauty. One of the things that I like to do for leisure, and I could do this for hours at a time, is listen to music. So music is a very important part of my life. It becomes oftentimes a centerpiece for me. So I can... Uh, I have an Alexa here, so I can tell Alexa to, to do a particular song or a particular album. She'll play an album for me. Sometimes I'll go on YouTube. This is Real Confessions now, people. I go on YouTube. I'll listen to one song on YouTube. And you know how on the side, once you listen to like a Solomon Burke song, they suggest maybe a Sam Cooke song and then maybe a Marvin Gaye song and then maybe, you know, an OJ song. So you can literally go for hours clicking the next video clicking the next video, clicking the next video. So for me, music is a real leisure activity. I can sit in the backyard in a summer night and listen to oldies, old R&B, old rock and roll, some nice old jazz pieces, and just literally relax. And sometimes I think what you have to do is you have to allow your body and your mind and your spirit to relax. Because we spend a good part of our day, we think we're coping with the tension. Right? We think we're managing our stress, but the reality is sometimes our stress manages us. 
So we have to really take all measures that we possibly can to look at all that stress and do something so it goes away. You can't do go to the massage place every week, right? Can't go to Massage Envy every week and get a massage. But you can do simple things, leisure things, simple things to take away the pressure. And for me, listening to an oldie song, it does exactly that. I think one of the the things that you would have to judge what's leisure for you or what's soul feeding for you would be whether or not you can do it without thinking. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because I, I often, often, often refer to the second Corinthians, uh, 10, five passage that talks about taking our thoughts captive under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And I know if you're listening to music and we're in the backyard together, sometimes I'll hear a lyric in a word that will send me down a rabbit trail and now I'm no longer relaxed or enjoying leisure time. I'm actively thinking about something that's causing some positive or negative emotion in me that's actually now an expenditure of energy rather than a refreshing of energy. So you have to be very careful, I think, with whatever leisure activity you do, that you can rest your mind as well as your body. That brings up another good point, and that is when you and I leisure together versus you and I leisuring apart from one another. So an example of you leisuring by yourself would be doing pottery or doing a craft project and I can be in the same room when you do a craft project, but not necessarily in the pottery room because it's small. An example of me leisuring alone would be on the motorcycle. So I'm off riding a road, back road somewhere, nice twisties. That's my leisure where my mind is able to just sort of wander. My body can relax, but you're not there. But there are times when we do things together. And, and I hadn't thought about that until you said that about me listening to a song that I really enjoy or maybe I don't even know what the lyric is saying, but you do, and it catches you, and it takes you down a path that's disturbing to you. So you really have to think about leisure, personal leisure, and leisure as it affects your spouse or, or your best friend or whoever you're hanging out with. Right. I think one of the leisure things that we can always do alone is just ride in the car. Uh, even if we're on a mission to go someplace or to get someplace, Unless it's something tragic or, or you know, we're about to engage in some um, ministry, like if someone's dying or something like that. Every time we're in the car together, it's leisurely for me. I, we often listen to the radio. I rarely get to choose <laughs> the station. Just for those of you listening, you can pray for me. Uh, but it's, it, the music is there. And, and we're having conversation or sometimes we're not having conversation. Right. We can drive for miles and miles and miles and never say a word, but we're just, we're there together. There's no outside pressure. No one's going to interrupt us. No one's going to walk in our office and ask for something or, you know, whatever. And we can just have this amazing leisure time. In fact, the other night we came home from somewhere and I don't remember why we sat in the car. It might have been an old radio show that we were listening to, and I probably wanted to hear the end. But the girls were in the car with us, 
And uh, they just said, well, why don't we just keep driving? And so we've actually passed on that love for leisure driving <laughs> to our kids because often they'll say, let's not go home. Let's just drive and, and listen to music. And of course, they probably have their earphones in, so they're not listening to what we're listening <laughs> to. But still, we're all together. It's family time. It's fun. It's fellowshipish, But it's just leisure. In fact, Katie, my youngest daughter, oftentimes says, hey, dad, let's go someplace far on the motorcycle. So we go someplace far, the two of us on the motorcycle. I have my music playing, and I don't know if she's doing her own music or not. I'm not really not sure because she's behind me, but we're riding a long time together, and we're both doing something we both enjoy. She loves riding. I love driving the motorcycle and listening to good music. So it accomplishes a couple things at the same time. And so it's very important to map out your leisure time, uh, not, not so that it's so regimented that it's scheduled, but you, you have to take an overlook in your weekly or your monthly life schedule, and you have to make sure that you've set apart enough time for leisure so that your soul is refreshed to be able to deal with whatever you have to deal with in whatever job you have, in our case, pastoring. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes leisure has to come in the blink of an eye. You right, know, that's right. You have to take it when you can get mm -hmm. it. Some seasons are busier than others, and so some seasons don't afford themselves to a lot of leisure. But leisure is a very important thing that you really can't feel guilty about embracing. Uh, even in my case where... I don't always have to accomplish something. Um, I try really hard to work on that. But you just can't feel guilty about refreshing your own soul. Yeah, absolutely. Um, every now and then if we have a really busy day, and or if a busy day and a busy night, I just come into your office and say, okay, Dairy Queen, let's go. Right, So we take a half hour out of the middle of our day and go to Dairy Queen, and that is enough to relax us, refresh us, new scenery, a quick refreshment and back to the work we go. But it really has paid off in the long run for us. In the minute or so we have left, Sharon, let's talk about people, the consequence of not doing leisure. Well, there's a little saying from when I was little that says all work and no play makes Johnny, Johnny or Jack or something, a very dull boy. And I, I think that's true. I think when your nose is to the grindstone and you're always about producing or working or, you know, never letting your soul rest, never having fun, I, I think you become a very crabby person and you, you become dull. Uh, so I, I just, I don't think, and I think you become unhealthy, quite frankly. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, the unhealth of the whole thing. So I tell you what. All this talk has made me want to go relax somewhere. So let's go take a nap. Let's you go want to? <laughs> let's take a drive and take a nap on our drive. Let's go have some leisure time, right? After we park. <laughs> well, clearly <clears throat> the coffee cup is empty now. So that's my cue to close this broadcast for today. Until we meet again, keep your coffee strong and your walk with God stronger. Mm -hmm.